This is the Activated Woman Podcast, where we talk all things mindset, manifestation, magic, and success like a woman. Your pleasure and your desire are your portals to your next level self. So, I'm your host, Taylor Carr, and let's go ahead and dive in. I am so excited to be back. I took a bit of a hiatus. I haven't really posted much through the month of October. I had my birthday. I had my Manifest Like a Woman Academy launch, which has just been so incredible. In the first week of the Academy, we are celebrating one of the students in the Academy being put on hold for a role that she auditioned for. Um, before the academy that happened during the call and then also another student in the academy locking in a $3,000 sale and she is a photographer and it's just so incredible to see these results rolling in just in the first week so it has been a busy month no doubt but I wanted to come on here or I felt compelled to come back onto this glorious platform and talk to you guys a little bit about something that came up in my DMs on Instagram today, actually, the day that I'm filming this. So a girlfriend of mine messaged me and asked me how I felt about facial filters and the filters that we use on on Instagram stories, right? And um, she said that the reason that she was asking is because she was just watching a very spiritual man talk on his stories about you know, the inauthenticity of using facial filters, especially from spiritual, love yourself, authenticity, preaching kind of women. And I really felt compelled to come talk about this because there's so many elements here. There's so many aspects here. And just to be quite frank, they're very rooted in shame. And I don't think that shame is the proper way to ever address something. Um, and, and again, there's tons of elements here. So let's just go ahead and dive in. So my first thought about using facial filters on Instagram, because I use them, I use them. And I've had the thought of like, should I not use these? Cause I'm trying to like be authentic and blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm like, but I love who I am. I'm very solid in the woman that I am. I love the way I look. I think that I'm a beautiful woman. I'm clearly, you know, an actress. I see my face on camera without filters all the time. And don't get me wrong, like I have my self-conscious stuff. I've got larger pores and some sun damage. Um, But I was thinking about like, why do I use filters? Like, because it's playful. I get to be in my play and it's fun to play there. And it is innately feminine to be playful. Like, I love to see myself talking with sparkles and glitter and rainbows and all the fun sparkly eye things or whatever, you know, like that is so fun to me. I don't use the filters that like change the whole color of the room and blur your whole face into one big blur patch, <laughs> like whatever it is. Um, you know, I think, I think that we get to have fun. I think that we get to use our avatar to play and our avatar meaning our body, right? Like we get to play, we get to be playful, we get to enjoy, let people have things, you know? I'm so tired of the spiritual community, you know, and and likewise other communities, but I'm targeting the spiritual community because I am part of the spiritual community. Like the spiritual community is supposed to be part of the light, 
the light side, the right side, right? The personal development community is supposed to be part of the light side where we're expanding and growing our consciousness and becoming better people. And yet there's this overall theme that like I cannot seem to break away from in these communities of righteousness and thinking that we know better than other people when it comes to what's right for them and what brings them joy. And so much of it is rooted in judgment and shame. And I know that I used to feel this way. When I was really, I don't want to say young in my spiritual journey, because that's not necessarily true. You know, a couple years in on my spiritual journey, like I really thought that I knew what was best. I thought I knew what was right for everybody. And it wasn't until, you know, evolving out of that, ooh, I'm so ultra spiritual and conscious phase to the other side of that, of feeling very rooted and grounded in my spirituality and my personal development and on this planet, being a 3D human who can play in other realms, you know, not the other way around, where I realized that I don't get to control people. That's not what my spiritual journey is about. It's not about controlling. It's not about righteousness. It's not about thinking that I know what's best for everybody and everyone should just listen to me. You know, it, it's it, it's rooted in so much more empathy and compassion and play. You know, I, I don't think that we should be trying to take away playfulness, especially after everything that we've been through as a collective in the past two years. You know, this is October 2021. As I'm filming this or recording this, the first day of a Scorpio. What's up, Scorpios out there? Um, but yeah, I, I just don't think that we should be trying to control people by thinking that we know what's best for everybody because we just don't and we couldn't possibly. Every single person is an entire universe with an entire host of experiences and conditioning and trauma and just, you know, different music we listen to, different tastes that we have different religious backgrounds, sexuality backgrounds, you know, it's just, it's impossible to throw a blanket statement over anyone and say, you should be like this. And I feel this way across the board about everything, you know, politics, all of it. I don't want to, I'm not, I try not to go too deep into that stuff, but this is why, because I don't know what's best for other people. I know it's best for me, and if I want to put some fucking glitter and sparkles on top of my fucking face while I'm recording a video inspiring people, then I will, because I get to, because I want to, because it is my right, it is my privilege to play in this way. So that is like the first thing that I wanted to talk about when it comes to facial filters and judgment, honestly. But on the other side of this, you know... Men, I love you, but you cannot possibly speak on or understand the deep-rooted fear, self-consciousness, traumatic view of self, body image, body shame that women feel. You couldn't possibly know what it feels like to, over the last millennia, be held to these standards of needing to look a certain way, you know, and it is far worse in my in in the women of color community because they have been compared to blonde, blue-eyed women like myself. And that being the beauty standard. And then on top of that, are you thin enough? Are your breasts perky enough? Are your hips wide enough? Is your ass this or that enough? You know, and 
And do you have wrinkles? Do you have pores? Or are you an airbrushed finish? You know, the, the marketing and the ads and everything that sells to us, they sell to us from pain points of you're not pretty enough, so use my product. And this is a deep, deep, deep conditioning within the feminine that the masculine that, that men could not possibly understand. And <laughs> now we're at this place in time where 18 year olds, 20 year olds, 25 year olds are injecting and blowing themselves up with Botox and filler and trying to keep up with this Kardashian status beauty. And it's really, really damaging. I actually made a video about this like six or seven years ago before I you know, really took my role as a mentor and a coach and, and all of that um, seriously. But I had made a video about this and, and I'm glad to be retouching on it. You know, it, it's this, I couldn't possibly live up to an unobtainable beauty standard that literally costs thousands of dollars and plastic going in my face to keep up with, you know? And I'm not saying plastic surgery is here nor there. Like, don't get me wrong. I think that if you want Botox, go get your fucking Botox. Like, do your damn thing. I'm not judging or shaming anyone because I don't know what's best for you. I only know what's best for me. If you want to be a naturalist, that's beautiful. If you don't, that's beautiful. That's not the point. The point is, is that we're doing this from a place where we want to keep up with the beauty standard. That's not from empowerment. That's from trauma. That's from shame. So for a spiritual man to go on Instagram and talk, uh, shame women for using facial filters that might, you know, make their skin a little smoother or their lips a little fuller. Take a look at the world we're living in. It's impossible to assume that women wouldn't feel pretty enough if they didn't try to keep up with the standard. And if you don't got thousands of dollars to put the plastic in your face, or you don't want to, but you still can't really keep up with the standard, this is not surprising. So instead of shaming women for using facial filters, why don't we make women feel safe to be themselves? Why don't we encourage and applaud women for, for being themselves? And it happens here and there nowadays. We have incredible celebrities who speak about this. Alicia Keys is like totally at the forefront of this, right? Not wearing makeup anymore, making that decision. Let's applaud women for doing that, but also like applaud women for making decisions for themselves. If, if I want to get lashes and a little Botox to feel beautiful, it's not hurting anybody. It's not hurting anybody. It's my own form of self-expression, the same way that people get tattoos. People get tattoos to decorate their avatar. This is not different. I hope that this episode brings empathy and compassion back into our spirits when it comes to dealing with people. Like, really, truly, how do we handle people? With love and empathy and compassion and like you do you, are we act, do we actually mean yes queen when we say it? Or is it conditional? <laughs> is it conditional? Does it have to be yes queen only if you're a naturalist? But men can get the tattoos and do the thing and what, like whatever they want, right? No, we're dropping this. This is not how women fix each other's crowns. Whew. 
thank you for hanging out with me on this passionate episode. I hope that it, it really sheds some light on this and I hope that you feel incredible and empowered to move forward and just be your damn self, honestly. Be yourself. You know, don't hurt people. Feel good. Keep your frequency high. Manifest your millions. Go get your mansion. Whatever you want, babe. You have my support. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. I will see you in the next episode. Hello, my love. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you loved this episode, then please, I would absolutely love you forever if you left a review, because the more reviews that are left on this podcast, the more women just like you can find it, love it, expand it, and grow with it as well. I am so deeply grateful. And hey, if this sort of work resonates with you, if you're feeling the call to really manifest success in your life from the energy of the feminine, I would love to invite you to book a 30-minute free call with me to really go over and strategize what's possible for you in the next three to six months, create a roadmap. And if you are interested, Check out the Manifest Like a Woman Academy if you are ready to create, manifest all of those things that have been pinned to your vision board for way too long now and you want to do it from a place of the feminine, you want to release any of those old heavy feelings and emotions and really step into the frequency of miracles, check it out. I cannot wait to connect with you and I cannot wait to see you in the next episode.